Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. A Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. All right. Podcast is back, right? Here we are again. After taking about a year and a half off from podcasting, like a year and a half, that's crazy. Where did the time go? I am back. And uh, after my last episode, I got some messages from listeners asking if we were still living in Guatemala. Uh, so our family moved to Guatemala at the beginning of 2020. Um, and we were back in California for a few stints, but we spent most of 2020 and the first half of 2021 living in Guatemala. And at the end of June, we moved back to California. Sort of a hard decision in that we love California and we loved our life, or I'm sorry, it was a hard decision in that we loved our life in, in Guatemala. Uh, we loved living there. We loved our life there. Um, so it was hard to leave, but it was also an easy decision in the sense that this was the next right thing for our family, just where the kids are and their goals and their desires with where they are in life right now. Um, moving back was easy, um, but it was a great experience. Uh, we never thought that we were making a permanent move to Guatemala. Originally, we thought we'd do one year. We ended up doing a year and a half. So. All right, back in California. All right, in the last episode, I shared that we are on the brink of launching two new programs at Major Gifts Fundraiser. I am so proud of what we've put together. I believe this is the very best fundraising training available, and it is beautifully produced. I mean, it's gorgeous. I sometimes look at it and watch it, and it almost feels like a vanity to just continue watching, but it's so beautifully produced. It's fantastic. Um, and uh, the courses also offer a really great user experience. I'm so proud of what we put together. Um, now, my mentor was the late, great Jerry Panis. Uh, Jerry was a legend. <clears throat> and I'm okay saying, like, I, yeah, I'm okay saying this. I'll admit it. Like, I want to be the Jerry Panis of my time. And there was a time in my life that I thought to be like Jerry, I needed to do what Jerry did, which was travel all around the country, speaking in hotel conference rooms to groups of people representing dozens of organizations. Like that was just, I, I wanted to be Jerry. That's what Jerry did. But the world is different. And there are better ways of communicating and coaching today than sequestering people in a hotel conference room for 24 hours of content in three days. So these are awesome programs, and I'm so excited to make them available to you. The first program, the Noble Call of Fundraising, I talked about 
the noble call in the last episode. The noble call is about shifting your thinking about fundraising. You should feel empowered as a fundraiser because you are not just begging for money and the donor is not just writing you a check. Today, I want to talk about peak performance fundraising and what it means to be a peak performance fundraiser. Uh, the tribe that we are building at Major Gifts Fundraiser is for fundraisers who want to be great. You respect craft, like the same way that like this cheesemaker in France like has his craft. You respect craft. You take pride in knowing that you are using the best practices of the best fundraisers in the world. And you want to be the best in your office, the best in your field, not because you are competing with someone else, but because you are competing with yourself. So you want to level up as a fundraiser, right? I have my levels of fundraisers. Where are you on that list, right? So my, my levels of fundraisers, level one, these are people who don't have meetings. I'm, I can't tell you how many people in this field who carry the title of development director or development associate or advancement officer or whatever. They don't have meetings. They don't meet with donors. They have that job title, but they, they go to inner office meetings and they write reports and they, they study things and they, they somehow busy themselves, but they don't actually meet with donors. Maybe they go to a rotary meeting. They don't actually sit down face-to-face, one-on-one in the living room or in the office of their donors. Uh, level two fundraisers are those that have meetings but I call them tea and cookies meetings. They're not strategic. They, they go and they're in front of their donors and they're chatting and yeah, they're having tea and cookies. Good for them for getting in the living room or getting in the office of their donor because most don't, all right? And you can have a lot of success. You can be among the more successful people in this field if you just do that. There's a lot of really good fundraisers who are level two fundraisers they get in the way of success. They get in the living room. They're not even good, but just the fact that they're in the living room, good things happen to them. Level three fundraisers are fundraisers who ask strategic questions and listen the gift, right? They ask questions. Like they, they believe in this principle that they, they need to listen more than they talk. And it's not just like they're being talked at, but they're actively listening. They set this goal to only talk 25% of the time and to be actively listening and asking strategic questions 75% of the meeting. And they ask professional fundraising questions, really good questions. And you can get my list of Clark's strategic questions, massive list of my favorite strategic questions to ask in donor meetings. Those are level three fundraisers among the very best. Those are good fundraisers. Level four are fundraisers who are willing to ask for the gift. They're willing to say and to help us accomplish this important work, I'd like you to consider a gift of $25,000. And then they pause, right? And let the donor answer. It's a real ask. But there's a lot of fundraisers who aren't afraid to ask. They sort of puff out their chest and say, oh, I'm not afraid to ask. But how many gifts are they closing? All right, I want uh, the fundraisers I coach to close three out of four gifts that they ask for. 
or four out of five gifts that they ask for. They're, they're closers. Level five fundraisers are those who know how to close the gift. But then there's this next level, I, I call it peak performance fundraisers or trusted advisors. They have just gotten so tight with their donors, right? They, they've mastered the first five. They ask strategic questions. They ask for the gift. They close the gift, but they are like a trusted advisor to their donors. I've seen cases and been in the situation where their executors of wills, their godfathers, or godmothers of children, right? Like they're trusted advisors. So where do you want to be on that list? And if you want to be a level six fundraiser, if you want to be a trusted advisor, what are you doing to get there? One of the truest statements I have personally experienced in my life is this. We become what we think about most of the time. We become what we think about most of the time. If you want to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend a lot of time thinking about how to be a great fundraiser. So I obsess over my goals. I talk about them all the time. Ask my wife. It drives her crazy. Sometimes. <laughs> all right. Like my wife loves me and she is interested in my training for my next big bike ride. But I'm not sure she cares about every detail about what time I'm going to wake up before my big ride, what I'm going to eat the night before, what I'm going to eat the morning of, what time I need to reach the first summit by, or the months in advance when I am training and thinking about how many miles I need to ride in advance, and checking my Strava and giving her updates on miles and vertical feet. But I obsess over this stuff the same way I obsess over how I want to be a great husband or a great father or a great fundraiser. The things that we value, the things that we want, we have to give them mental energy. All right, I love William James. <clears throat> Let me grab this quote from William James. If you only care enough for a result, you will almost certainly attain it. If you wish to be rich, you will be rich. If you wish to be learned, you will be learned. If you wish to be good, you'll be good. Only you must really wish these things and wish them exclusively and not wish at the same time a hundred other incompatible things just as strongly. I love the second part. Only you must really wish these things and wish them exclusively and not wish at the same time a hundred other incompatible things just as strongly. Do you want to be a great fundraiser? Do you want to advance the mission and vision of your institution? Do you want to be a world changer? What are you doing to get there? What's your training plan? What are you going to eat the night before your big ride? What are you going to eat the morning of? What time do you need to reach the first summit by? And what's your plan if you don't? That, that's right. Obsession. All right. I, I know these mountains. I've been in these mountains. I can't take the steps for you, but I can take them with you. So if I am speaking your language, man, and I just, I'd love to connect with you. All right, my email is clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at 
fundraiser.com. What's what's your level? Where are you at? I I get emails from people. This has happened a few times. Someone will email me and they'll say, uh, Clark, I'm a level three aspiring to be a level four. Right, working on being a level four. And when I once I get to level four, then I'll be working on five. And once I get to five, I'll be working on six. So email me your level. Where do you think you're at? Do some self-assessment. And I'm a right, I'm I'm the person that can hold you accountable without consequence. Your boss at some point in your life may hold you accountable with consequence. I'll, I'll hold you accountable without consequence. So email me and let me know where you're at. Clark at major gifts fundraiser.com. All right. That's all I got for you today. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorgiftsfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.